The International Energy Agency today announced that global oil output hit a record of 100 million barrels per day in the month of August. What's more, the IEA forecasts further increases in oil production, noting especially the relentless growth in output from the U.S. That's great news for a growing economy that depends on oil, but it is seemingly at odds with bond king Jeff Gunlack's prediction in a Tuesday webcast that oil is headed for $80 to $90 a barrel. West Texas crude is currently $68 a barrel. So if Gunlack is right, we could be in for an economy-killing 15 to 30% oil price increase. So who's right? The IEA, whose job it is to track oil production developments, or Gunlack, whose job it is to be right on the money? Before answering, in fairness I should add that the IEA hedged, as such reports commonly do, by noting that, quote, things are tightening up, end quote. Specifically, the IEA report expressed worry about the continuing risk to oil supply by the chaos in Venezuela and by Iran's increasing withdrawal from the oil market because of U.S. sanctions. So while the IEA sees increases from both OPEC and non-OPEC sources, the unknown it cites is the extent to which Venezuelan and Iranian oil supplies may fall. As for Gunlack, I don't know specifically on what he bases his view of oil prices. It is well known that he's been betting big on a commodities price rise all year long, and stated explicitly back in April that he was long the Spider's oil and gas exploration and production ETF. So this has been one of his theses, the details of which are not fully clear. For my part, while I believe that numerous factors can surprise, either from the bullish or bearish side, I confess that I lean heavily toward the view that oil markets may be in for a shock. First, I point out that in a previous podcast, I expressed a contrary view, that oil production was set to rise, which today's news makes clear was correct. I felt confident of that because of geopolitical developments that seemed quite clear. Namely, the U.S. exited the Iran nuclear deal, something the Saudis in particular were lobbying for. Then, the president quite publicly tweeted a demand that the Saudis raise production, which would lower oil prices, which the Saudis don't want. However, it was clear they wanted to contain Iran even more than oil prices, so it seemed obvious they would do as the president demanded, and so they have done. Interestingly, the IEA report shows that the biggest increase in production, by far, came not from Saudi Arabia, but from Iraq. And therein lies my reason for thinking we may be in for an oil shock, the nature of which has not been discussed, neither by the IEA nor Gunlack. And that concerns geopolitical developments occurring in Iraq that have not made the headlines. But go to the back of your newspaper, or Google a bit, and you'll see that thousands of people have taken to the streets in Iraq's southern port city of Basra for several weeks running. They've torched the Iranian consulate and Iraqi government buildings, violence which has upended the formation of a governing coalition in Baghdad, polluted water that has sent 30,000 people to the hospital and has stoked concerns about a cholera outbreak was the impetus for the latest rounds of protests. So you might say that oil was not the subject of these demonstrations, but neither has oil been the subject of Venezuelan protests, though it is understood that the chaos there is a major factor in oil markets today. Perhaps because of the chaos in Syria, the international media does not appreciate that Iraq is once again falling apart. We've already seen numerous recent wars in Iraq in living memory. The Iran-Iraq War, the two U.S.-initiated Gulf Wars, the recent battles against ISIS, the price of oil was affected by all of them. I have no idea whether this crisis will grow or subside, but even if the latter, Iraq's long-term problems continue to fester and oil price shocks are not things of the past. 
It's possible that hurricane season will leave the Gulf of Mexico's oil refineries alone this time. It's possible Russia will further boost oil production. These and other positive scenarios could happen. It just seems that the risks are higher on the other side, most especially when few are paying attention to developments on the ground of the third largest oil exporter in the world. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.